With his microphone, yeah. what do you, but but I'm ready to go. What are you talking about? I'm fucking with it, but you, I'm ready. I'll be ready right when the cue comes. All right, uh, come on. I was just waiting for it to. I'll talk while I'm doing it if I got him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Come on. Hard love. What? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Oh. Hey. Yeah, that was Come it. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. Take three. Take three. <laughs> Threw me off. And action. You know uh, I'm leaving this in. Here we go. Go. Come on. And go. Hard luck. Face, face, hard luck. Hard shot, Steve Smurders with hard luck. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Welcome, people, to the greatest show on earth. Greatest show on earth. My co-host on my right is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here to rip shit up again. Come on. Yeah. Scalp somebody right now. Yeah. And handling sound. Oh, blue eyes. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional, engineer for the hard luck show. Yeah, and today, got our show running. Wait, wait, wait. This is Sean's theme music. <laughs> That's what he likes. Can That's you. Yeah. Do you like that? I do like that. Oh, actually, that, that, that sounds kind of nice. You I like that? that? I like I that. Sounds that. Nice. Come on, Sean. Ooh, that's Come nice. on, Sean. That's that hip hop. Crazy. That's, that's that crazy. Yeah, I like wait, that. Wait, wait, let me, let me. I think I got another what one. What was that? I don't know. Dude. I don't know. Oh, I, I like I, that. Let, though. let me give the credit. Let me give the credit. That was my pet monster by Casper. Have you ever heard of Casper? I have. Yeah. And we got. I actually met him. Robert, a.k.a. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. A.k.a. Spider-Man. Showrunner joining us right now. There we go. Dude. My dude. Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 Robert Man. Robert Man. Flying around in a frying pan. <laughs> Slammed his nuts in his hand. Oh, Jumps okay. up and down, then eats some spam. Everybody knows it is Robert Man. Oh, okay. We got a freestyle yeah. over here. We got a freestyle. Yeah, we got a bunch, of, bunch of fucking musicians in the room. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yes, we do. Wait, here's another song that I, that Sean told me. He's like, I, you want to really listen to some electronic music? Okay. This is This is what... Like what what we were playing earlier, that was Sean's pop. Now this okay. is Sean's like what he really listens to. Okay, let's go. 
sounds like R2D2. <laughs> yeah, that's what oh, he yeah. listens R2D2 to. R2D2 threw up. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> He's like, that's not Whatever. that funny. He's like, hilarious. All right, fine. What's good? What's, what's good, good in the hood? I can tell you right now what's good. We got a, uh, an exclusive coming off right now because somebody, some motherfucker up in this piece saw the Irishman. Ooh. Oh. Wah, wah. No. Oh, no. No. Ouch. Yes. No. Three hours and 40 minutes. And let me tell you. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Damn. Out of three hours Ouch. and 40 minutes, the film could have been a two-hour movie. What's up with that? There was an hour and 40 minutes of just fucking dragging on through shit did that you, just doesn't matter. You don't care about Did you feel like a hostage? I felt uncomfortable, and um, yeah, it was like serving a fucking a violation <laughs> sentence, a violation <laughs> oh, in the county jail. You thought you were in the hole. Let me tell you something, man. It was well, first off. I'm going to use a term that was. I'm going to quote a term that was used by one of my close friends. Go ahead. There's a few things here I've got to say about this film. Okay. I, and before, I, let me. Just, here's the, the the disclaimer, real quick. Do it. I am one of the biggest Scorsese fans mm. in the world. Okay, love this guy. Love his work. Of course, I love what he stands for. Of course, He's good fellas. Good fellas. I mean, I mean all of it, bro. Taxi driver, all of it. Okay. Raging bull. I mean, all right. We can go on and on. Right. But what I'm going to say is, first off, De Niro is horrible, bro. Stop it. He is a one-dimensional two by four. No. Oh, damn. It's bad. That's sad. Wait, 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 dude. That. Chewbacca has something to say about that. <laughs> Just not good. De Niro's not good? It's yeah, horrible. Bro. I don't know what that was. Chewbacca. He was horrible. <laughs> and then now, let me talk about, now let's move over to um, Pacino. Yeah. yeah. Come on, he's got to Pacino, be I don't know. He should have studied Jack Nicholson and Hoffa so that he could learn how to play Hoffa. Ooh. But he was it was just so overacted as he's Ugh. been doing ever since Ugh. the scent of a woman. Mm. Just right. man, fuck, right. just get the fuck out of here right. with that Hoo shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but Donnie Brasco was great. And, and you know, all his films before, I mean, Pacino's a fantastic actor, great but ass. he's just fucking since the scent of a woman, it's just, just overacted garbage. And then, Joe Pesci is he steals the film. He's very understated. I in this love film. him. He acts like a real mob boss in this. Hmm. He's he's not he doesn't steal the picture by out talking and out doing no. He's very, very reserved in it. He does a fantastic job. Hmm. And the guy who plays um Tony Pro. Guys, just fantastic. And there there were some funny scenes. There were some good scenes. But let me tell you, man, two hours of that movie, it could have been a two hour movie. The yeah. other hour and forty minutes, just a waste of time. I thought the movie was tough to watch. Wait a second. What's so so it's called the Irishman Why? This is a guy that's Irish. When he fucking gets involved with the mob, <laughs> you know, like, and this guy was like, it was kind of like uh, this guy. They start telling history along with the movie. This guy whacked like a hundred guys. Supposedly, this guy whacked everybody. <laughs> it was like uh, Forrest Gump. He's involved in every historical moment. Dude, going I can imagine. Can you imagine? That guy killed fucking Kennedy too. Dude, that that might have been. That might have been uh, um, the. Uh, that might have been like the pitch, right? Can you imagine the pitch room? They come in and goes, "Listen, 
You know what I mean? It's like, hey, what do you got for us today? I got one minute, motherfucker, before I got to go to a power lunch. You got to pitch. What is the, what's the movie? Okay, listen, movie. Goodfellas meets Forrest Gump. <laughs> it might have been, bro. And then the other thing is this is like, who is this guy? This is like a fictional. There's so much fictitious shit. But the way they put it out there, we're wondering if Scorsese really believes that this guy was a real guy that was around that really, like, they, they mix it up. So I'm sure that most people that see this movie are going to be like, oh, wow, this was a real dude and these are real events. But there's no way, bro. There's, it's, there's no way dude, this guy was whacking way, everybody. He whacked everybody from fucking Boston to New York. The way, the way the way the uh, press was, was positioning this film... Mm-hmm. Like they were just kissing Scorsese's ass. They were like double, di- like lines around the block. This is thing is gonna blow up cans. Or it's gonna blow up film festivals. I, I mean, think it was a horrible adaptation. Uh, I guess the guy from Schindler's List. I don't know his name. He's the one who wrote it. And uh, the writer. Yeah, and it was just it, w- it wasn't good. I guess I guess Netflix paid 180 million to have this film. I mean, made. dude. I mean, what are you gonna? I mean, who's gonna bet against the name Scorsese? And then it's a it's a, it's a mob style Absolutely. film. Absolutely, you're gonna think it's gonna be great. And then the way they're releasing this thing, yeah, L.A., New York. Then they're gonna release a few more cities. And then I guess on the 27th, some fucking it gets genius. released on Netflix. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to fucking some guy, some fucking genius kid in an algorithm in a suit up in some office is trying to like, <laughs> you know, do all these chess moves. I'm sick of that shit. There's a couple good shooting effects. You know scenes. what? This is the thing. Make a good film first. You know, all that strategy about positioning and fucking nipple twisting all the different publicists yeah. and whatever. Make a good film first. Yeah. That's the first step. You know, a lot of people, they don't they don't get to basics. They they fucking they want to jump ahead to make a millions because of the way something's positioned instead of just making a good product first. You know what? An interesting uh, interesting, you know, I went to I went to the film with two of my closest friends, both other Italian guys, you know. Right, that love Scorsese. <laughs> exactly. And uh, one of them is very close with Pesci. He's a good friend of Pesci. I love Pesci. So we're talking afterwards. And you know, uh, something came up about Scorsese. And that was that me and Paul were agreeing that when Casino came out, I wasn't excited about Casino. I was like, this is like a Goodfellas in Vegas. I just kind of, uh, I didn't rush to go right, see it. it was, right. I watched it and okay, it was good. But then when I rewatched the film a couple years later. A thousand percent. And you pay attention to the story. You're 100 percent right. It's a great film. It's a great story. But when it came out, I was kind of like, Man, not sure like, what this is. Yeah, this is just like an, this is another. You know, not trying to redo Goodfellas in Vegas. Oh, same boat. Right. I was in the yeah. same exact boat. And I I'll tell you right now. Before. I'll tell you right now. All right. Some of the best lines, some of the best scenes are in Casino. It, it, great stuff, bro. And just it takes great, you yeah. a minute. To like get there, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, totally. And but you might have to watch it in a second or time. But it's the story that's amazing. That's the, a great story the way they tell it. This the story is amazing, but also, dude, there's so many great things in Casino. And I and like for instance, um, I love and it's so true, right? So De Niro's playing Ace, the Jewish guy that knows how to sports bet and do all sorts of stuff. They're gonna send him to Vegas to set up shop and but 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 but, and he's got that. With Sharon Stone, right? Right. Got that girlfriend that's just way out of his leagues when it comes to looks, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, I'm going to do this. And he says this thing about how a girl like that that's a super dime piece always has one shitty boyfriend hustler <laughs> fuck right, right. that she can't quite shake. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At 
That's so She's true. She's owned by somebody. By it's, something. It's so true. I, how many girls have you known, women that you've known that are great women and everything, but there's like one, maybe he was the first guy, boyfriend she had, maybe it was whatever, but there's always like one scumbag that for whatever reason has his hook in her emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Now listen, the other thing that's controversial about Scorsese is, mm. uh, is that he was talking trash about comic book films oh, right yeah. Yeah. yeah right spider-man robert man do you oh, remember shit. that yeah what did he say do you remember no i don't remember exactly what he said he said that comic book films aren't cinema hmm. and then there was a massive backlash like mm. all these fanboys were like what the fuck did you just say mm. yeah. what do you think about that i mean as far as them not being what he said i mean that's it's not it's not necessarily true i mean there's i'll tell you one thing they yeah. they they probably made more money than a lot of his movies have so mm, um maybe so i mean maybe yeah i mean maybe yeah but is making money the standard not necessarily but i mean it it, it plays a role into it but did the, it piss the, you off when you read that yeah it did right yeah yeah see i'm starting like, to think that comic books are like religion I'm actually starting to think that comic books are like religion in the sense that there's already plenty of articles that say like, oh, okay, um, all of these superheroes, if you really think about it, they're all like Greek gods, right? Mm-hmm. You got um, Hercules is Thor. the Hulk. Well, Thor is uh, Germanic, right. Nordic. Right. But you got Hercules, who's like the Hulk. You got um, Superman, who was like X, Y, and Z. You got blah, 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 right? Yeah. So, and they're fictional. Mm. And there's all these stories. Right. Okay. But the thing we're getting to now is that you almost can't criticize the comic book world without like really offending a lot of people. Like if you say, you know what, fuck uh, comic books. Or if you were to say... You know what? I I actually don't like X, Y, and Z or right, whatever. Right, right, right. It's gotten to a doctrinal level where huge masses of people are really beholden to like Spider Man, Batman, Green Lantern. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you talk trash about it or you're not feeling it, it's almost as if you were to say something about someone's religion. Let me interrupt you by saying this. And I'm a little bit older than you guys. I think I understand where he was coming from with that statement. And I don't I think that if there was a comic book type film that was done maybe every five years, I don't think that he would have gotten that he would have said that. I think because every time you go in to see a movie and you see the previews, there's another comic book film being made. Right. And that the lack of creativity in finding something else than going back to this same thing to make a movie. I think that's, I think it was the, I think he was just um, exasperated with seeing so much of it over and over again that he threw that out there. That's what I think, because I certainly get that feeling sometimes. Right. Like, and it's another, like, Superman, it's like repetitive, X-Men. man. So let me ask you this. Let right. me ask you this. Go ahead. When you watch these movies, I mean, are you just watching them, not knowing about the characters and the stories behind them, or I can oh, tell you right now. Okay, go ahead. I don't watch them. Okay, no, listen. I don't watch them. I, I don't care for them. I'm in between you and Steve 
in terms of age. Right. Okay? Right. And I was a fat fuck reading fucking comic books, looking at muscular men. Mm. Right, 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 right. Looking right. at muscular men with their fucking, you know, little pajama type pajamas right. on. Right. Batman and Robin, <laughs> you know, close <laughs> little buddies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, all this fictionalized hero worship. Like fictionalized hero worship. Like, oh, you know, um, you know, it's gonna take a billionaire like Batman who's gonna go around and he's gonna clean up what the government can't do. Right. Or you know what? Maybe maybe nuclear energy's okay because look at a radioactive spider bit this fucking nerd and now he's in now don't get me wrong, I love it. I right. love all the right. art. There's so much art, like religion. Yeah. Like religion. Yeah. There's a lot of art. So what I'm saying, though, is, is that a lot of people have a, when they say fanboy, right? right. Fan is a word that's based on fanatic. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes from. Right. If you want to get serious and cut the shit, fanatic. Right. And so fan is from fanatic. So when they, and fanatic originally was used for religions. Oh, yeah. he's a fucking Muslim fanatic. He's a Christian fanatic. He's yeah. a Mormon fanatic. So when I say fanboy, I'm stepping back to say it's not a criticism in the sense that I think it's bad. I no, love no. all the artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. real shit. Yeah, You can't absolutely. take that away mm-hmm. from no, me. No, no, not at all. But the flip side is, is just like religion, where yeah. you see an organization yeah. and the power and the greed starting to corrupt, which was once kind of like a pure thing. In the same way, I feel like that's what's happening in the comic book world. Am well, I wrong? let me just say this then. I got to add one more thing. Go ahead. Now, you got to remember that there was it wasn't that they weren't doing comic book films as I grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely. were exciting and you went saw. I can tell you who were the, who were the actors that played the first Superman in movie theaters. Right. I can tell you Alex Keaton played the first Batman in movies. I mean, that's true, right? I know it. Mr. I, Mom. I, I know it. <laughs> in one of the, in the best Batman, maybe. Oh, yeah, bro. And, and Christopher Reeves played Superman. Fucking and they were And they were great. Now, first off, I think they were, I think, I think those films were well done. Um, I, I, they weren't stacked up. You got to remember, there wasn't Superman out and you had five other ones out right, right behind. Right, right. Now, it took about maybe eight to ten years before even Batman came out after that. Right. You Jack know, Nicholson played the Joker. Joker, yeah, the yeah. original one. Yeah, yeah and you yeah, had, yeah, you had a, 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 what was the little, little, what's his name? Fat. What was the oh, little? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Great cast and just like, it was phenomenal. Danny DeVito's great. They were, they were, they were kind of a little bit far in between. They, okay. So I was excited. I went and saw those. Yeah. But I stopped going to these big a long time ago, man. Mm-hmm. When the whole X Men things, yeah. I just There's you know too what? many. What do you what do you no, say? No, okay, so I I will say this. I will Go say ahead. this. Go ahead. There are certain movies like like we were just talking about earlier. Blade was a good movie, and that had a trilogy, so they had three movies. Right. Um. And then there are there are certain Marvel movies that aren't as good, and the reason that I feel that. If they aren't as good is because a lot of them either don't live up to the actual stories of the comic books right because they have to do it in a way where if you're not a marvel fan growing up looking at comics you have to be able to watch a movie so and get everything you need ex- from exact, the movie. exactly yeah so, i got you so in a way i i mean i I'm, I'm a fan of marvel don't get me wrong but i don't think the movie's are what they could be as far as sticking true to the... You know what? I agree with you. Yeah. You know what I think? I think at least three... 
I don't know what percentage, but the majority of the Marvel movies are yeah. made by people who aren't true Marvel fans. Exactly, oh, and, 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 and it waters them down a lot. So I, I, yeah. I, I understand why you haven't seen them. There's a few that I haven't seen as well for that reason. Well, I think it's like anything, though. I, th- I think I think right. I think it's like anything. Yeah, they get a hit off of a comic, right? Mm-hmm. They say, this hit, it worked. Right, bro. Let's let's produce fucking ten of them. Yeah, yeah. right. And yeah. then you're just shut down, and you're in the theaters, and you're like, God damn, they just bastardize it. Now it's completely entrenched with all we have. And I think that that's what? where Scorsese was talking. I think that's the place he was speaking from. Okay, if he if he's speaking from from that standpoint, then I do understand where he's coming from. Because look, let me put it like this: yeah. What if we would have had an interview with Scorsese right, right after Batman or Superman? Yeah, bet he wouldn't have said anything bad about it. No, you know what? Let's flip it around on its head. What if you had nothing but mob movies coming out? Like 10, 20, 30 but mob you, movies. But you, there was a time where they tried yeah. to do that after Goodfellas. And it was Goodfellas. all watered down. Garbage ass, bro. I now remember that we're, Now that we're yeah. here, let us let us pay homage to the reason why. Okay. All right? The reason why. And, then, and um, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds, headphones, I want you to listen up close. Why Scorsese and Joe Pesci? Let's, let's just... I want to just... Listen to this, and I want you guys to just understand, why is Joe Pesci the fucking man? What's really funny is, the fucking bank job away in Sea Caucus, I'm in the middle of the fucking weeds, laying down. He comes over, he says, what are you doing? I said, I'm resting. Here you're resting. I'm a fucking beach in a park. I said, I'm resting. I know I'm resting, I'm resting. They pull me in, they start giving me all kinds of questions, you know, this and that. He says, oh, uh, so what are you going to tell us, tough guy? I said, my usual, zero, nothing. I tell you, the fuck. He says, no, you're going to tell me something today, tough guy. I said, all right, I'll tell you something. Go fuck your mother. <laughs> How many times yeah, have you bro, heard that speech? So, hey, listen, I wanna, I'll say one thing. In the as as Goodfellas yeah. begins, right? Yeah. As soon as they open up the trunk in the beginning, yeah. The first th- here's the first thing that crossed my mind. I hope this fucking movie never ends. Right. That bro, it was like right as soon as that they open up the trunk, I'm already thinking about how much time's left in the movie. Right. You don't yeah. want it to end. Right. Yeah. I mean, it listen, just- in my senior year. <clears throat> my friend Mark good. My friend Mark Dumont and I, who mm-hmm. used to roll around with fucking plug tobacco, chew, spit, just acting crazy, we watched that movie every day. I probably have seen this movie like 15,000 times. Uh, and because it's, I'm, I'm to the point where there's parts in this movie that I love more than ever, like when they're strung out on coke. Right. And, right and 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 he's like they're and Karen and Henry are driving in the car and he's like look you see those fucking helicopters they've been following me all day right, she's right. like oh, with those glasses and then, I hear a lot of people about 10 years younger than me watching that movie over and over again let me tell you something you know what movie I watch I watched that movie quite a few times oh yeah but there's a movie that me and my buddies all watch Which over and over and I've watched it over a hundred times Fucking Scarface, bro. I knew you were going to say that. It's Scarface, bro. There was so much. That was, I mean, movies like that, when I have to look at like the greatest films, those are two that pop up first. Let's let's fucking get it. Let's boil this fucker down. Let's distill this. Let's take this wine and turn it into fucking cognac. What is the best scene from Scarface, according to Steve? Don't give me that shit. Don't even do that shit. 
come down on a decision. What is the best scene from Scarface, according to Steve Lucky Luciano, Westside Imprimatur? When he walks in to go buy the Coke, and his brother gets a fucking chainsaw, and he goes in. Now that egg, huh? Hector Allo. Hector, this is, what do you say? Uh, uh, um, um, wait. Damn. Damn, that the name skipped me. Marta. Tony, this is Marta. And Tony looks over and goes, Marta Arlo. That's it. That's the one with the machine gun on the bed. But yeah, when he goes to see Hector in uh in that motel, and it's early on, bro, and they chainsaw his brother up in the oh. shower. That whole scene when he guns him down and tells his buddy, grab the yayo. And they take <laughs> off and he runs down the street and shoots Hector in the head. That to me is the best scene. And he's got Manny downstairs talking to some hot blonde yeah, in the bikini. Yeah. Why he's supposed to be paying attention to what's going on upstairs. <laughs> I just think I just that's just the best scene. To me, that's the best scene. That just tells the story of Scarface, bro. I'm trying to that. find that scene where they're on the bed and I don't know if I can find it. Yeah, that enough. might be hard, but he, he what I did for you guys in Freedom Town. What was that? That was a hit was a game of dominoes. Damn, the game of dominoes? Shut up, Take it easy. What's with this dishwasher, Chico? <laughs> Don't you think we could have got some other space cadet to hit Rebanga cheaper, too? 50 bucks. Then why didn't you, man? And don't be calling me no fucking dishwasher. I'll kick your fucking monkey ass. Monkey ass. Yeah, man. Don't be calling me no fucking dishwasher, man. What's the thing he's doing? with? What is Pacino doing with his voice right there? Like, how does he... Straight goes Cuban. Yeah, man. That's so good. You know? Dude, you know what? That movie, by the way, fucked up a lot of Cubans I know. Because really? yeah, because you know what? Every time I talk to people, and then they're like Cubans, they bring up Scarface. Like they, they some of them are, they're not in connected to anything, but they act connected. Oh yeah, I'm oh, like, did you yeah. act connected? Come on, yeah, come on. That's <laughs> <laughs> like Goodfellas came out, and then everybody was like, "What the fuck's going on with me? Fucking Brooklyn." Hey, what's what, what? What do you mean I'm funny? Funny like how? Yeah, funny man. like funny like yeah. like how? Like I'm a clown. Bunch of little guys, five foot five, got comp. <laughs> Right hey, I got strong. Does Eddie Murphy talks about that in Raw when he was talking about Rocky? Oh, and the dude, Italians come bro, out. <laughs> let me tell you something. No, listen. If you're listening right now, yeah, watch Eddie Murphy Raw. Oh yeah. And when he does the impression of the East Coast Italians at the Rocky movie, I've to this day never seen a better impression. I mean, he <laughs> nails it on the head. Right, right. It's he, perfect, bro. It's perfect. Every goomba. Dude, I saw some other comedians say that like a lot of African American style they got from the Italians and absolutely and grabbing the dick. Absolutely. Fucking Yo, chains the, on the all neck. All that. That was all Guinea shit in the beginning, right? <laughs> yeah. Goomba de chin. Yeah. What's the matter, you huh? Smacking yeah. your face. <laughs> so uh yeah so anyway that was hey, easy bro this is, i got family back hey um so uh so robert so so okay so we're we're constantly adding new shit to the show and we're trying to move shit around let me ask you something Go ahead. what's your most used line in your daily life out of goodfellas 
what's my most used line? Yeah, what line you know out of that exa- movie? You know <laughs> what it is. Is it the same one as me? No, you, uh, the one that I use is, I don't know, because maybe I'm a little fucked up. Yes, brother. Yeah. That's, he does. I yeah. say that like every 10 seconds. You do. And the one I use is, we got to toughen this kid up. Yes, yep. right. Use the <laughs> eight fucking aprons, wasted eight fucking aprons on this guy. Yeah. I couldn't help thinking, feeling sorry for the guy, but then I also thought Tootie was right. <laughs> yeah, toughen this kid up. What's the matter with you? We got a fucking tough with you. The other part yeah. that's great about that is like another when they get the mailman because the the letters are oh, coming to us. In dad. the oven you go head, head first. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, I yeah, love yeah. that. That's a great movie. It's just fucking Scorsese, man. I mean, you guys, I don't know. Has everybody watched Raging Bull at this table? Of course. Yeah. Come on, bro, Robert. Robert, I haven't. Go have to home see it. and watch Raging I Bull, will. bro. I definitely will. Him and Pesci. Pesci got. Best uh, uh, got a what is it? Uh, supporting actor. He got Academy. Okay. No, 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 no. He got denied best supporting actor mm. for it, but he got it for Goodfellas. Okay, okay. okay. But he got nominated at the Academy Awards for right. best supporting actor for playing playing his brother, playing De Niro's brother in, in Raging Bull. Okay, it was fucking fantastic, bro. That movie is that's the one where he's like. Did you did you fuck my wife? Yeah. Oh, bro, it's 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 a, it's fantastic. Okay. That movie is a masterpiece, and the opening sequence of the movie is the most beautiful opening I've ever seen in cinema. Mm. He's slow. He, it's got uh, Enzo Enzio Enzio. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of the the dude who did the piece of music, Marcion. Mm-hmm. Does the music and it's De Niro in black and white, slowly shadow boxing, and he's got this leopard um, boxing robe on, bro. It is beautiful, bro. Mm. The thing, it's the, the most it's, beautiful cinematography ever recorded. I think Scorsese's cinematography in Goodfellas is the best because he has that one long take that he does where you start in the car with Karen, and he's taking her on her first date, and it's a long ass one take. One shot where they walk across the street, go through the back into that Copa. That's a great, absolutely, what into a, the Copa Cabana. And, and then follow. the other one is the introduction scene in Goodfellas. When he's like, you had Nikki eyes, hey, how you doing? That's, that's absolutely, amazing. that's great that's shit. That's an amazing Yeah, shot. that's great you, shit. Frankie Carbone. This is, oh, you know what, that's so my good. favorite part, is when they meet Frankie Carbone, because... In this movie, and I and I and I ask everybody to, you know, really You're talking about highlight reels that make that movie what what it is. Listen, I'm asking everybody because Frankie Carbone in the movie Goodfellas Mm -hmm. talks all the time. You don't understand a fucking thing he says, (laughs) right? And let's just one more time. I just want you this is the where it starts. And it throughout the entire film you go, What what does Frankie Carbone say? He's he's mumbling. Yeah, here you go. Frankie Carbone. <laughs> I understood that, but he starts stuttering when he's in the, in, in in what what is it? Uh, what's the, when they when they kill the brother? Yeah, they right? kill Stacks. Who Stacks in Stacks house? He's, he's mumbling like, again. Yeah, he's he's like, like, what the fuck you doing with the coffee yeah, pot? Leave the fucking coffee there. Joe Pesci goes, "All right, hey, make that copy to go." And then mm-hmm. you see him with you. What the fuck are you doing? He's like, you don't, 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 don't. I, "It's a fucking joke." You just... <laughs> 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 um, but anyway, one of the things that we're, we're 
And, and anyway, you were talking about beauty, and I think it actually what you were saying is correct, Steve, in the sense of the beauty of the cinema piece from Raging Bull. It's I, the opening absolutely. scene from Raging Bull. Absolutely. Marcion. First off, Marcion's music, they've used it for The Godfather. They've used it for many different things. I mean, The Mission, and Scorsese has used uh, his piece of music, and it's almost like, oh, man, you can lay that music down to anything dramatic, and it just changes your the vibe inside of you. But opening, opening of Raging Bull's breathtaking, executively right. perfect. That's my mode right there. You know, um, another thing, just to switch gears real quick that we got to deal with is that uh, Sama and Sean has to leave early on the show today. I do, yeah. Why? Well, I can. I think I could figure out how to. Be what do you? Here where for do you one. have to go? Uh, my wife has like a, a class that she has oh, to teach. Right. That's your wife. Yeah. I'm asking you why do you so have to. I go? have to go home to watch the kid. Oh, you have to go home and watch your kid. Okay. <laughs> That's all you got to say. You didn't have anything to do with the yoga class. You got to go home and watch your kid. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You want me to bring him you in You were here? just watching the kid for three weeks. I was. <laughs> you were, dude. Stop yeah, with next you, week, Next weekend, I won't be here. You know? What? Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Time out. Now, next week, what's going on? Uh, I got to watch the kid. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> hey, how come you guys don't have a babysitter? Uh, we do. You make fucking six figures a fucking year now. What the no, fuck? No, 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 not anymore. I'll no, go babysit I mean, the kid for just, a discount, bro. I think we have a baby. Ten bucks an hour, I'll go Let's, babysit. You got no, 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 somebody? No. Yeah, got we somebody? do. You do. You know what? We do have a babysitter. Diablo. <laughs> Diablo can babysit your kid. Uh, no, but when my daughter you, comes you, home from fucking college, uh, she does babysitting. Perfect. Yeah, she's the best. And uh, she's a kindergarten school teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. I love so, that. She's so, the best with kids, bro. All right. All right. Let me we'll know. We'll hook that up. Yeah. Right. I like that. Um, <sighs> so, yeah, he's got to leave early. Um, Did you want to talk about your favorite scene from Scarface? Because you asked me mine. Was there one that you needed to get you out You know to? what? I'm going to be honest with you. No. I, I'm going to tell you straight up. I love Scarface, mm -hmm. but I might be a slightly different generation because okay. Goodfellas is my Scarface. Got, no, that's what. I, that's the point I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Right. Okay. All right. Right. All right. Mine is All Goodfellas. Good. And I know because sometimes I talk to guys like Robert and I start talking about Goodfellas and their eyes just glass over. They're like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. He's like, eh, I don't know. Robert, you, you, did you see Scarface? Yeah, I seen Scarface. Okay, God damn. Yeah, I, I, was about to, I was about to really get upset there for a minute. <laughs> you seen that. What's your homework? To watch Raging Bull. Very good. Mm. See this? See that? Robert, don't. He's on it, bro. Mental notes. And if he, doesn't have, if he doesn't have it, he knows he's going to go handle it. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. You well, do. you know, it's interesting that you say that because uh, Robert had a had a homework assignment for the show. Yes, he did. What was the assignment? Come up with 15 uh, current news events or that I thought were interesting or, or funny or stuff like that. Okay. And so we do the show today. We meet up at 8, at 8 o'clock, at 8.05, at 8.07, actually, not yeah. 8 o'clock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay, so My bad. <laughs> That's on me. Seven I was minutes driving. late. All right. Clean it up. Hey. Listen, uh, you came and you said what? What did you say to me? I just said that uh, when I was researching stuff or when I started looking into it, I realized that I'm really not that informed like I thought I was. So I said, you know, for the meanwhile, I kind of wanted to sit back still on current event news uh, because I didn't want to, you know, come off as ignorant or give an opinion that didn't necessarily pertain to what you guys were talking about or what you were going to be talking about. 
Okay, so mm. at eight oh seven in the morning on the day of the show, yeah, you tell me that you're not sure that you're in a position to do it. Right. Did it? Why did you wait to the very end to tell me that? Because I wanted to make sure that they, it was something that it was a for sure. I didn't want to say it the night before when I still had time to kind of figure things out. That sounds crazy what you just said. Yeah, that, that sounds yeah, a little crazy. Yeah. Right does it? Does it? Let's back that up again. Okay. Let, me, let me understand ahead, something. Because let ahead. me understand something. Okay. What do you do that's important to you? My business. Okay, what's your business? Uh, buy and sell collectibles. Okay. Meaning uh, buy and sell collectibles, right? Right. All right. We got luck, luck dogs eating right now. <laughs> okay. I'm eating a pretzel, but I'm backing up a little bit. Okay. So in that, right? Right. If you have to make a deal and you got to depend on someone to make the deal. Right. And the day the deal comes. Right. Do you want that guy to present to you the new information that it's not coming through on the day of? No. So why would you do that to me, brother? Why would you do that? Because I didn't think that one through clearly. Right. Yeah, I didn't think that one through clearly. Let me ask you another question. Yeah. When you wanted to make sure last night. Right. Okay. Wh what did you do to make sure that that was the case? Well, I, well, I mean, you know, when I was doing, when I was looking up different things, I was trying to figure out why, why, you know, what, what, what more you might want to know or, or, um, the events that might be going on, I couldn't find anything that I felt that I knew enough about uh, to really give my opinion on. Um, okay, so that's mistake number one. Okay. I'm going to just tell you straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Tell it. Okay, tell check it. it out. Tell it. How many times did you look up? First of all, it's current events. We ain't talking about fucking history. Like, we're oh, talking about, like, I get it, I get it. Can you read a paper? Yeah. Do you read new? Do you read comic books? I read no, no, I don't really read comic books. Do you know when they come out? <laughs> yeah. Do you read? Do you read uh, reports about comic books? Reviews? Yeah, from time to time, yeah. Yeah, reviews. Do you yeah. figure out what the prices are on comic books? For yep. Okay, you can figure all that shit out, right? Right. So then why is it that like current events, which is as simple as, you know, typing in news? Right, right, right. How did that trip you up? I think with me is that I overcomplicate things. Yes, I, you I, I do. Think I, that's that's why. One of, that's I don't know. That's just the way I am. Like I've I've always been a thinker, and I think for me sometimes it's a blessing and a curse because I overcomplicate a lot of shit, and Listen, I and I don't have to, but I do. This is just the way my brain functions. No, it's because of fear. Okay, overcomplicating something is fear of um of putting yourself out there right 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 and then finding out what the response is going to be right okay right so when, first of all we're running a show so when you overcomplicate things and you see yourself starting to shut down don't wait to the day of to right. tell chumahan like yeah. oh by the way it's not gonna work out because i need more time right okay you could have hit me up by you have my text right yeah why wouldn't you do that why wouldn't you do that? I didn't want to disappoint you, number one. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I didn't want to disappoint right. you. You're that not was gonna... the biggest thing. I was like, you know what? I was like, if I tell him that I'm not going to be ready, what is that saying about me that I'm not willing to put in the work? So for me, I was like, I'm still going to try to thug this out <laughs> and try to figure it out. But I get where you're coming from now when you explain it from, from your standpoint. Let me ask you a I question. I completely do. When, what do you think your chances of success for doing the project would have been? Had you come to me way earlier and said, now, now that you're saying it, you would have helped me. Yeah. 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 What, so what is it that's going on with you? You didn't want to disappoint me. Yeah. All right. I understand that. Yeah, I didn't. 
Let me ask you a question. Is it more or less disappointment when on the day of? It's more. It's definitely okay. more. Definitely All right. more. All right. Definitely this more. This is a master lesson in owning oh, and yeah. being Abs- responsible. Oh, absolutely. I'll own, awesome. I'll own all my mistakes because me, I'm a person that I'm going to own my mistake and I'm going to make up for it and I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm, I'm, you know, I may come from a generation that doesn't really like to own up to what they do and they, you know, pull cards out and say, oh, you know, that's too much pressure and stress. Not me. I'm cut from a different cloth where I, I'll, I'll, if I fuck up, I'm going to learn why I did, and then I'm going to go and hit it even harder next time. Right. Awesome. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you something. Right. Uh, I respect the fact. I respect the fact that you are going to own whatever you need to own. And yeah. I promise you that is only going to help you because nobody starts out perfect. Oh, no, absolutely. And I'm not trying to be perfect. And neither am I. Yeah. Right? Sometimes yeah. I come down hard, but the truth is I've gone through a lot of shit. So my point is, is I'm imparting, you know, the other day, my sister who's going into, um, so first let me wrap this up. Yeah. So I appreciate what you said. Yeah, absolutely. All I needed you to do was look at some headlines and think about, it's not what you say. I mean, with all due respect, we love you, but really the show's called the hard luck show. Yeah, 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Which one is the luck in that? Who's the luck in hard luck show? Yeah. Who guy, is it? The guy sitting right over there. Right. Steve yeah. Lucky Luciano. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So the mm-hmm. point of the and show. And the hard is Chuan. <laughs> <laughs> and the point of the matter is, is that it's the headlines. You don't have to know anything about it. Oh, yeah. But absolutely. headlines that you think that like people would want to know right. what Steve's take on it is. West I Side fucking operator Steve okay. Lucky yeah, Luciano. Yeah, yeah. Like when I said to him, Scarface. Right. Yeah. That's kind of like what the show is. That's that's it. That's the kernel. Right. Right. That's right. the fucking axle that the wheels of this show yeah. are rolling. But the axle holding those wheels in place is the what is Steve's reaction, that's history, true. love. So goddamn right. You heard? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so yeah. when so so you're gonna try again. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You absolutely. pull and listen. For the show's sake, if you fuck up, it's even better. Like this, this piece that we just did right no, here. Oh yeah, I love it. It's raw. It's, it's a real. brilliant piece of the show. It's That's raw what and it real. is. It's so you come and in and da da da, and 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 the audience is going to gain a lot just from the experience. Like for instance, let me just pull something up. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's raw and it's real. There is no, there's no script. There, we're not aiming to be perfect. We we need people to know the real. Yep, and let me tell you guys the real. I'm going to the bathroom real quick. Right. Mm, That's mm. the next thing we're going to do is we're mm-hmm. going to put a toilet right here where mm-hmm. Steve sits. Bedpan. Yeah. And he can just fucking do his shit mm-hmm. right there. So, okay. So, since Steve's in the bathroom, let's do a little, let's do a little fucking uh, game real quick. And, and, and you can, uh, uh, Robert, man, you can, um, you can kind of see what. So, so, one of the places I might go would be like the Drudge Report. Okay. Okay. Or like Google News. That's Sean's favorite. An easy one. An <laughs> yeah. easy one that just comes right with his phone. Okay. <laughs> and then you can walk down some of these headlines, all right? And I'm going to start reading the headlines. And then you, right. Robert, you tell me if you think it would be Steve would have an opinion on it. Steve, I'm going to run down some headlines real quick. We're doing it. We're, we're doing, we're going to do. Yeah, but let me, do, let me just say that if there's any young people listening to the show. <laughs> Pay and you attention. live with your grandparents? One <laughs> <laughs> of your grandfathers going to pull a couple of his new decatheters out and mail them over to us. That way I don't have to take bathroom breaks. Okay. 
You know, we're going to get those truck driver helper things. Yeah. You know, because you don't want us to get out. Just put it on the outside. Right, 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 right. It's like a loose condom. Right. I've got Lepke working on a condom with a hose attached to it. (laughs) Go ahead, Juma. All right, here we go. Okay, so this is the game we're going to play right now. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read a headline. Gotcha. Okay. And then, and then, uh, Robert Mann is going to say whether he thinks this would be an interesting thing to ask Lucky. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to turn to you and you're going to give us like whether he's right the or wrong. The yeah or nay. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Gotcha. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Top headline. Elizabeth Warren plays to an empty hall. No. Steve? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. White restaurant owner gets 10 years for enslaving a black man. Yes. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Popeye's chaos. Angry Americans fight over coveted chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah? That, that, that was actually one of the topics that I was going to... You see with your yeah. overcomplication? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm What's saying. What's the matter? That's, we got to... That's, that's my bit, fault. That's my bit, fault. It's a little bit played out, but we haven't had anything to say yet yeah. about it, so yeah. I attack it. Okay. Dopamine fast. Silicon Valley avoiding food, TV, sex, music, exercise, and eye contact. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You go, do you want me to click on that and see what the fuck that is? Or no? Keep going. Keep going. If we need right. to go back, we'll All go. All right. 66% of American workers would move abroad for a better paying job. No. No. <laughs> he's, he's checking out my facial expressions. Yeah, stop looking at it. No, I'm not even looking at <laughs> it. Don't look at it. I'm not even looking at him. I'm not cheating. We're not cheating. Here we go. Hundreds of records could fall in next week's cold snap. No. No. Okay. Samoan man has world's biggest dick. No. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Click on that, let's hear about it. Uh, <laughs> Click on that shit, let's that's hear not about a real it. Headline, is uh, it. No, it's not, yeah, but it should be. <laughs> I don't know what I've got a thing for Samoans. I keep saying Samoan. This he said the wrong. It was the big dick part he was talking about. <laughs> okay, here we go. O.J. Simpson sues Vegas casino. Contends he was defamed. Yeah. No. Okay. Fuck here we go. Dude. Whips, chains, and fancy food. S and M fetish restaurant opens to rave reviews. No. Yeah, I got it. I hear that one. Um, you know what, though? Let me just say, let's back up a minute. Um, I want. You know what I do want to hear about is the enslaved guy. Do you? Yeah, I actually do. Okay, so like a white restaurant owner, it, you know, sometimes you got to be careful with the news these days because you click on it and then it turns out it's like in Zimbabwe click, and you're like, click ah. uh, <laughs> yeah, but let's see. Okay, here we go. This is, this is, oh shit. A white South Carolina restaurant manager has been sentenced to 10 years in prison for enslaving a black worker with an intellectual disability oh, for five shit. years, forcing him to work more than 100 hours a week without pay. What? And frequently beating him with a belt, the Justice Department said Thursday. What? what? Can you what fucking believe fuck? that? How long? How, the hell how long is was this going, going on, man? Well, at least a hundred hours, huh? I mean, uh, Jesus on Christ. one occasion, Bobby Paul Edwards, the manager of J and J Cafeteria in Conway, South Carolina, Jesus dipped Christ. metal tongs into hot grease and burned the victim's neck for failing what? to de- for failing to deliver fried chicken to the buffet quickly. What, what the, the 
Damn. I can't even imagine. First of all, they gave him ten years. What state or fed? Uh, I don't know yet. Oh, it's DOJ, so it's probably fed. Mm. Enslavement is a federal crime. I think that's the Fourteenth oh, Amendment. Oh shit! Wow. So he'll do. No, at no, least... no. It's the Thirteenth Amendment. The Fourteenth Amendment is equal protection. The <laughs> cocksucker will do at least nine. He's in in a dude. He used racial slurs to belittle and demean him. You know, I swear I worked for this guy. <laughs> I swear I worked for this guy. <laughs> In addition to the prison sentence, Edwards was required to pay the worker John Christopher Smith more than $500,000 in damages, including $272,000 in back pay he never received. Smith's ordeal finally ended in 2014 when the mother-in-law of a waitress notified authorities of the abuse. So think about that. Right. I mean, it's one. First of all, you're in South Carolina. And so when you hear racial slurs in the kitchen, you probably don't think anything. You're just like, well, that's South Carolina. I guess Mm -hmm. that's just how they get down. Mm -hmm. But there was waitresses in this restaurant. People must have known. Absolutely. It's not like it was some barn off in the boonies. It was just those two. Right. This is a cafe. As soon as you say cafeteria, it's like, what? A buffet. A buffet. And there's waitresses and a mother-in-law. Like, think about how far removed that is from the waitress is the one who finally was like, enough is enough. Right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Crazy. Right? Uh, it's, it's crazy. T- this is <laughs> crazy. Unbelievable. Okay. So, uh, all right. That is interesting. That actually got you to want to go all the way in to the article and find out what the details were on yeah. the case. Insanity. The other thing that I read was a case, and I thought you might be interested in, um, where a guy had a life sentence okay okay uh and then he got into some kind of problem a medical situation where he briefly died like he was briefly dead and then they brought him back to life okay now he's arguing that he served the life sentence because he kind of died what oh yeah was it in their care uh i don't know let me see benjamin schreiber 66 sentenced to life without parole in Iowa. When mm-hmm. when was he sentenced? Okay, that... bludgeoning a man to death in 1996. After he had gone to J&J Cafeteria. <laughs> right. <kidding>. Yeah. <laughs> um, he said his sentence ended when his heart stopped during a medical emergency four years ago, and then he was revived. So he's claiming, my heart stopped. I had a life sentence. I was technically dead, dead. Therefore, I served my life sentence. Sounds good to me. Sounds <laughs> legit to me, man. Loophole. That's a loophole. Sure. Two lives in one lifetime. Well, so I was thinking about it. And I actually got in a, a massive Reddit war with different commenters about this whole thing, right? And? And my position was like, number one, novel argument. Great argument. Kudos on creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? The downside is, is the question is, is he actually living a new life? Or is he living the same life mm. that just had a break in it? Sure, absolutely. If say. he's if he's living the same life, meaning he remembers the sentence, he remembers who. If he came out of there and was reincarnated into like you know into like who does your wife follow, Sean? Uh, Yogi Bijan. Yeah, if he came back as Yogi Bijan, mm. right? Then you could say, well, actually, that prior life that was the the length of the sentence that's over. You are now Yogi Bijan. So he would have had to w- woken up with amnesia. 
I mean, you could if he was smart. Like, what am I doing here? You know what? what He should have done in Diablo. Remember how Diablo pretended he was crazy just long Mm -hmm. enough for the three strikes rule to change? If he would have woke up and started talking in a baby voice and acting like he wasn't the other guy, right? You might. And then his lawyer, he might have a better (laughs) shot at the argument. That would be amazing. That would be great, right? (laughs) You know what I was thinking? But isn't there also? I would say, what if it was a failure, or? some type of mistake made by because when when you have anything done and you're locked up they're responsible for you like the state of california is responsible for you right so if they did something right wrong what is that what's that word called liable negligence negligence if there was some negligence on their part and the guy's heart stopped beating because they're negligence and he died for a few minutes well he is in there eating their food he you wasn't. Know, not, he wasn't really a J and J cafeteria. I have a feeling there was probably some hot tongs put in his neck in, in prison well, too. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> then, then he has the right to be like, could file another suit. You guys killed me. Right. Well, so but so, yes and no. The only way that really I think you can get away with that is if he stays dead, because then you're really killed. If he's dead for a pause and comes back to life, he's not really killed because he's still living. You're not but he dead. was really dead. Yeah, but he's still back to life. And the life mm. he's living, he's not dead until he's dead. Mm. No one gets out alive. No one's going to get out alive. I just thought that that was kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, pretty creative, pretty, pretty smart. Right? Pretty cool. Yeah. Right? Um, Damn. That's what I was thinking. Mm. I was like reading that, and I was like, my God. That's, I mean, you know. he should. They should at least knock 10 years off his, off his sentence just for coming up with the argument. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, hey. You know, we, that's we need a, this guy in marketing, or right? Something, yeah. Exactly. Maybe you should, you know, run the prison because, like, that's some right. good thinking right there outside the box. Did you know that Jimmy Hoffa, after five years in prison on like a twelve-year sentence, he donated? I, th- I don't know how much it was to Nixon's fund right? <laughs> and got a pardon. Really? Did you know that? That's I did. How he got a, that's how I got out of prison. That's fucking bribery, bro. So I got out of prison. Yeah, well, now you know why people compare Trump to Nixon. <laughs> and that guy's out there with his pockets open. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. collecting. Okay, so the other thing I was thinking about. So, okay, so so did you see how that went, uh, yep. Robert, man? Yep. So you can do the same exact thing, yep. right? Yep. And and if you pick ones that we don't like, it's even funnier because then we'll be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Right, right, right. Why would we give a shit about Febreze? Yeah. yeah. Actually, right. Lucky right. probably does give a shit about yeah. Febreze because that's one good-smelling motherfucker. Maybe so. Maybe right? so. We had some mm-hmm. funk up in here. And... Now, the other thing is, right? <laughs> Remember that when we had yeah. to like fire blast? Defunct, we had to defunctify the yeah. studio. Yeah, the studio <laughs> it came was, in handy, man. Oh, sure. the studio was functified, and then I look over, and I had no idea. But Steve had like a feather duster and a little French <laughs> maid outfit, and he was wiping the walls down. He's like, I can't have this stink up in here. Nothing offends me more than odor. Right, <laughs> bad odor. Right, and you got bodily odor like that. Right, okay, that gross me out. Now another thing that I thought might be interesting for the show, right, and so. Also, we call you producer Robert because you're going to be coming up with concepts for the shows as right. well, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds, just so you know, we recruit from the ranks. Like, we recruit from the people that we know. And we're recruiting this young man, Robert. He was a Stan Lee protege. He, you know, now he makes, he, this guy, this kid. Born and raised on the west side. West side, right? 
makes his money like he doesn't punch a clock he fucking makes his money in comic books enough to support, support himself yeah. yeah all right let's stop fucking around now the other thing i was thinking of right robert was right. now what does steve think about new music what does Steve Lucky Luciano think about new music? And I thought, mm. you know, it'd be good would be to play like the top ten hits in America right now. Mm. Now, Steve, I want your. I just. I don't even want you to think. Mm. I want you to just react. Okay. Okay. Now, this one is coming from an artist named Arizona Service. Okay. Arizona Service, and the song is called Roxanne. Okay, clear Roxanne. your mind. Clear, no, mm. shh, Sean. That's an old man bullshit. People don't even know who the police are. Oh, anymore. man. No, Roxanne. That's, that's old that's man. A great song. It is a great song. <laughs> that's the only Roxanne I know. Roxanne. Listen, Roxanne. Uh, Robert. Come on, Rob. We're trying to, we're trying to open up. Go that. Oh, okay, go here on. we go. Shh. Everyone calm the fuck. Stop. And stop giving them ideas. Shh. Clear it. Everyone. Off of the ground. Bitches love the ground. Oh, wait. Shit. Roxanne, Roxanne, garbage. <laughs> now, and the only reason I didn't say garbage right off the back is the first thing the dude said was all for the gram. That right there, yeah. But I, uh, what does that mean? All for the gram. What does all, that mean to you? All, all for Instagram. Yeah. yeah. All, all right. for social media. Yeah. Just like you come opening line into a song is all for the gram. Like shut the fuck up. But I just wanted to hear what the fuck he was going <laughs> with his lips. <laughs> Yeah, Damn. Robert, what is Garbage. that? What is the broop, broop? What the fuck bullshit is that? It's just a chirping sound that people make to add like an ad lib or, you know, to make it sound cooler. Gee, mean, that's how cell phones fuck people up. Yeah. Sean, what you know this song. Yeah, I do. And what's your what's your take on it, Electronico? What's weird is it's very popular on TikTok. That that little clip. Have you you guys know about TikTok? Yes. Okay. So they and how use the Chinese it on TikTok. are using it to break into our shit, by that's the way. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Okay, go right. ahead. Go ahead. But it the, on the song, they missed your Instagram, so they should. I don't know. They should. Okay. Get, they should thank do a remix. TikTok getting thank shut you. down. Thank you for that. That was an Is interesting, it? interesting factoid, Sean. Thank you. All, All right. right, next. Highest in the room, Travis Scott. Already look at look at look at Steve's face. It's like he's getting ready to shit. He's like, oh, I can't handle that garbage, man. Shut that garbage what? off. You don't. You like that, Sean? Oh yeah, I like that. Do you like that, right? I don't care for it. Why, why don't you? I don't like it either. It's that mumbling shit. As soon as I heard this motherfucker mumbling, <laughs> I heard this motherfucker mumble, man. It's low energy, get, right? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, you didn't man. even go into the song yet. Okay. All right. All right. Any man. She filled my mind up with ideas. I'm now is in the room. I hope that she saw my ass. She know I'm gone. She saw my ass. She know I'm gone. Bitch ass punk motherfucker. <laughs> I'm hey, gonna jack jack off a clown. Isn't that guy married to fucking Kardashian? No, that's <laughs> that's Kanye West. Oh, he has a kid with a Kardashian though. Oh, Travis Scott. Yeah, I don't know, Sean. He's with. I think he's with Kylie. Ooh, Kylie's, Kylie's the fine one. That guy's an idiot, bro. Kylie's I the think. fine one. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Everything on her smell like vanilla, except I love my wife. My life, my wife is number one. All right, here we go. All right, I next one. Off that dude. Go ahead. All right, check it out. Yeah, but Sean, it's good, but it's like low energy. What's with the low energy? That shit drives me nuts. Every two should be low energy, and then one <sighs> should get you pumped up. Like what? It's rap. Wasn't Roxanne high energy? 
What? This? Off of the ground. Bitches love the ground. Oh, wait, shit. No, that's not high, high energy. energy. Sounds like fucking wow. Hawaiian guitar. Man. All right, keep going. All right, fucking A. Hell, man. All right, here. Right. Now, this is a real one. This is a laster. A laster and a master post Malone. Hey, don't, don't color it for him. Let okay. him, let him All give his All right, feedback. you son yeah, of a bitch. Yeah, man, Jesus you're over Christ. here laying that whole thing out. You're coloring yeah. it with your own interpretation. Yeah, that's What's true. That? That's true. Now, look at You see that, Robert? You see how I take that? All right, here we go. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, you know what that is. Shh. Stop coloring it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Steve's frowning right now. He's starting to shake his head. I'm just waiting to hear something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, now let me just say this. I'm gonna oh. I mean I waited because I'm gonna give Post Malone a chance to hear out what he's got coming in song. But that's not something I want to listen to. Dude, would you listen to that in your car, Sean? Yeah. Like I'm talking about like during daylight when people could see you. Yeah. What, I, don't what, I, I don't think it would be like it's not on max volume, but Yeah. But it's yeah. just so low energy. It I love low look, energy, but like you gotta take the the low with the high. No, yeah, okay, but I'm waiting for the high. That's what I'm waiting Can for. Can you hand me that bag, Robert, please? Robert, you like you Thank like you, that song? No, I don't okay. care. I don't, all right, I don't all care right, for it. All right, Thank here you, we go. Sir. Another one. It's funny to shop put on the song and go sound nothing like the shit we doing. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this? Yeah. I just Oh no. Oh <laughs> hell no, man. That's the worst line. I don't need no Molly to be savage. Turn that shit off. Dude, there's nothing. Words can't even encapsulate watching Steve bum out on a song while he eats a banana. He's like, man, I get the fuck. Look, Sean, we're at like number four in the top USA, and it's still, it's like pillhead music. It's still quiet. It's, it's, low, it's low vibrational music. I can't tell. What's that? What's going on with that? That's the pop. That's what's what's. You know, that's everybody's fucked up. For, oh yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, this got be. If you're looking for a 120 BPM touch. I saw the signs and I ignored it. Sounds like a uh, Broadway musical. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that? That's uh, Selena Gomez. Selen lose, oh. lose you to love me. I thought Celine Dion. I thought no. I was gonna say Celine Dion. <laughs> you know? All right, I, I I don't know. There's nothing on here that's hard, dude. There's nothing on here that's hard. Okay, now right. I, I, here, here's what I want you to do. I want All right, you go ahead. To, go ahead. Tell I want me. You to, what do you uh, like? Look, I want you to pop up a song. Okay. Called "One Up Top." One up top by Mozzie. One up top by somebody named Mozzie. One up top, Ock. Right. Okay. Put that on. Here we go, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Hand selected, hand curated by uh, Steve Lucky Luciano. Hey guys, this is uh, Jim Henson from LBCS. I had an officer come down from downtown area command. No, nope. he's uh, with Lieutenant Hughes. No, nope. try me one up top and a drop. It's gonna be a problem because I run a clean car. I don't get that. What? What is? What is that? One yeah. up top and a drop. 
Fitting? No, Funna. Finna. Finna. Finna drop. Finna drop. Here we go. Here we go. Everyone, shh. Everyone calm down. Back up. That's not it. One up top. It says Mozzie. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Wrong song. Wrong song. Hey, dude. What was... I'll show you guys one that I like. And let's see if you guys like this shit. Sean? I want you to gear up like somebody that you think you like. Robert, I want you to gear up somebody. You think. We're going to break off some of these people with some freaking. Uh, some some gems. Yeah, some gems. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys listen to a little bit of what I work out to. You guys see my muscles? I'm going <laughs> to show you what the fuck, the, 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 how you get muscles like this. It ain't, I'll tell you right now, it ain't from listening to, I mean, look, I actually like a lot of Post Malone. It ain't, it ain't listening to Post Malone, though. If All I right. put Post you Malone ready? on in the gym. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So it's uh, do it for duders with a D. Duders. Is do it, a, it for duders. Is it for numerical or for F O R? No, for F O R. Okay. Duders. Yep. Do it for duders. Do it, do it for duders. Mozzie. Do it. Uh, man, I don't even see that on Spotify. Yeah, go to YouTube then. Do it for duders. Yep. Uh, here we go. I got it. This? Got on that. That? Yep, right there. That's you? Yeah. I do it for Dota. She not a straight nigga. I do it for Zayda. She not a straight nigga. Uh, I'm at your neck. One of them niggas you gotta respect. When I got an M, they gave me a problem with clearing the check, nigga. Show them the handle, staring the vet. Show them the handle, staring the vet. Yeah, I'm at your neck. One of them niggas you gotta respect. You talk out of turn, dip in the bag. All right, you so get yeah, gotta get that you that. So when do you? Listen I was bumping to that? that last night. Like I like that track. That's a creative track. Mozzie's lyrics are just on point. I just like his his shit, man. He takes some chances, and he's just got his own little lingo. Yeah, I know he's from Sac, but he's got he puts his own mojo on. He's not afraid to take chances. I just like so so that's. That's something that I'm, uh, I you know, that's like we're just talking about a song that I would play in my car. That's some shit. All right, check right. this out. This is this is one of the ones that I like. Um, it's it's new-ish. Last year, middle of last year. This is one that, for whatever reason, this gets my blood going. Oh hell yeah! You like oh, this one? Come on, man. You like this one? Man, bro. Come on, you I'm, like this one? I was, all, I was Robert, all about it. Robert, you like this one? These niggas prayed on my, my downfall. Like, what? These niggas prayed, prayed on my downfall. Who's this? Who's this? It's T-Grizzly, right? Yeah, T-Grizzly. But this is, you want to know something? Go ahead. only song that hit for him, man. I listen to a lot of his other stuff, and I didn't like it. You're right. But that's a great there's I, one I a great hip hop song, bro. Dude, when he when that when it drops in, cooked right, right. Let's keep that like, water 400 degrees I love Fahrenheit. It. You ever been when inside he comes a federal in? courtroom? So nigga, when I'm done fucking, put your shoes on. Yeah, being broke, blues on. To my yep. spirit, yeah, ass just, niggas to plug me. They act like they couldn't hear me. Look at me not driving German. I was all about it when he dropped that. Yeah, I listen to it still, man. Remember when I used to use your heels to hit the road, hit the O, and make them big boy sales? Remember when you had them green things? Does that bring you back to times? He really drew a picture, you know? Yeah. He, he takes you on a story. He drew a picture, and, and I love that story, you know? That's a, that's a story that you love. And I think a lot of people could understand what he was talking about.
talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I just love when it comes in. Hey, Wando. Hey, Wando. We made it out after all that happened. Yeah, after the it's exciting build-up. Yeah. The and then the pay comes in. Hey, JR. Ain't it a blessing? Ain't it a blessing? Build-up's good. And then he comes from us. Joy Road, bitch, but the money long is six mile. Break mile, knock your ass down, pick her up, knock her back down. Let's start fighting. Let's just start fighting. All right, go ahead. Sean, what do you got? Um, You want me to play something? Yeah. Robert, what's your what's your? Okay, here we go. Yeah, this is. Hey, uh, I think something's wrong with the electronic equipment, Sean. Oh yeah. Yeah, I hear. Are you hearing buzzing and static? <laughs> oh, that's the song you chose. All right. Yeah, all right. yeah. Sorry, my bad. This is Shades. That's Eprom and um, Alex Perez. This song's called Iron Sharpens Iron. Ooh, I like the title. Let me know when it starts. <laughs> so you know you gotta dig. You gotta dig in the intro. Yeah, that's true. Are we playing Tron? I feel like I'm inside a computer. Yeah, what? That's what um, you listen to. You like that? Yeah, start that's, what you, that's what you listen to in the car. He's gonna start rapping. He is gonna start rapping. He's gonna start flowing. Go, come on. Bust your old school rap. Sean used to rap. We what? used to rap. We had a group. We had a group called yep. The Movement. You remember you, that? You had a yeah. group? Yeah, The Movement. But the see, movement. I, can get, I can get how like Sean's into this because there's a lot going on. The way the beats are yeah. all laid on no, top this of is each other. Yeah. This is good. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. I like it. I like, got, like beat, good, bass good, and good. shit. Get it? Yeah, I get, get it. My name is Sean. It's always on. You better watch out. Don't do me wrong. I've smoked like. All right, that's chunk. good. Let's listen to Robert's now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pull up Gangstar, Family, and Loyalty. Oh shit! Gangstar. This is actually a new. This is actually a new joint. Not, what? It's a new joint. See? Exactly. It's a new joint. Boom. Gangstar. Robert producing. Oh, smooth operator, huh? There, uh, Robert. This is, is, that, is that P? That's P production right there. Yeah. Yeah. DJ, Come on. DJ Premier. Here we go. Come on, Robert. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought, like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Yeah. I feel like that's Robert's like date. Rest music. in peace, Guru. That's, yeah, that, that, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's Robert's like date music. Like, hey baby, uh, why don't you come back to my pad? I gotta. So I can nice. show you. So I can show you my diamond. So I can. Sh- <laughs> so I, can I show see you. this more like Robert cruising, getting his shit done for the day, yeah. bumping out in the morning. Like, yeah, I got this. It, you know what? This kind of has that um, Ice Cube vibe. Like today was a good, good day. day. Right? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see it in the morning time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's like you know, mom cooked a breakfast with no hog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, that's pretty good. That's I actually want, got some style. You know when you said when you said uh, uh, that there was like you know when you get pumped up. Yeah, I'm gonna give you one song. Give Can me you one. Tell me if this song makes you get pumped up or not. All right, come on. And what's cool about that song too is that J Cole is also on that. Oh, song. Oh, is he? Yeah, J Cole's on that man. song too. 
J. Cole's a badass lyricist, man. He is, and he, he's, lyrics, he's very man. intelligent. Yeah, and, if you, he is. and if you break down the music videos and the, and the meanings behind his song, it's, yeah, he's, it's crazy. Uh, I'm down with J. Cole. I got, I, you want to hear what? M.O.P. M.O.P.? M.O.P. Yeah. Annie Up. Oh, hey, that's uh, my shit. That's my shit right here. Yeah. 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 Why is it that that song just... It's an anthem. Man, that song it's, just gets you going. It's, it's an anthem. Go. That's what it is. It's an anthem. See? Attention, please. Attention, please. This shit here feels like the whole entire world collapse. Yeah. Yeah, it's that. It's that rah-rah. Oh, yeah, come on. Come on. What? Look. See the difference? See the difference, Sean? High energy. Now look at Steve. He's like rocking. That's in the high energy to me. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love this shit. Yeah, you know what? It's those That's hits. Shit, those bro. hits See, have a good that good rhythm. You seen that? I don't know if it's a Vine or if it's a video to you know whatever with the the dad driving with that song mm. and he starts shaking his kid. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh it's hilarious! All right, you oh, want to hear? Okay, this is the last bro, one. But but have you guys seen the fucking one with the Jewish people, the city people dancing? No. No. no, no. Oh my! You guys haven't seen no, that? No. Oh, no, no. The internet. Hey, you want to hear? And this is legit. You want to hear what I listen to in the morning when I drink my rock stars to get pumped up to go crazy? <laughs> yeah, let's you hear. It. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's this hear is it. serious shit. Okay. I listen to this every fucking morning. I can see you looking in the mirror and talking to yourself. Get ready. When I get ready for the gym, 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Oh, sucker. I like this. I like this. Oh, I ain't even starting. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy when I listen to that. That reminds me of that Samoan stuff they be listening to. That is what it is. That's the haka. I like that. It's that that get pumped. Love it. Hey, can can you peep this out? Can you see this? Let me see. What am I looking at? I'm going to show you it right now. This thing's all over the internet, bro, and it is dope. They're calling it Jewish Dance with Techno. (laughs) Okay, but they've got it. They they, they put a bunch of stuff on it. All right, Jewish Watch dance with techno. Right. Watch these dudes. Jewish dance with tech. Jewish techno party is what it's called. Check out right, those dudes dancing. Oh man, these That's are the, badass, right? These are Hasidic Jews. Yeah, these are the Jews that have the giant hats. Those like giant Russian they're hats. They're dancing, aren't they? Oh, dude, badass. come on. Every time I see Jewish they people down, together, man. they're always they dancing. Down. Dude, yeah, but do. those dudes are getting down, bro. Hell yeah. Um. Okay, so another thing I wanted to bring up. All uh, right, get it. Let's let's oh, talk yeah. about. So I'm getting ready to publish uh, my poetry book. Oh, okay. Getting ready to publish my poetry book. I got about, on my Instagram, I put down poetry that I write on legal pal. Sometimes when I'm in court or in the office, whatever. You guys have seen it. Yes. Uh, and it's under my name, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, is I got like 3,500 poems. Mm, damn, right? okay. Like a, 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 a grip. So I'm going to pick like the best 50, mm-hmm. right, and put them in the thing. But here's the deal. I'm like, what's the cover going to look like? What's the cover going to look like? Because I feel like, you know, the cover, as much I as know. People, people, I know. people say don't judge a book by its cover. Right. I mean, dude, how do you judge a book? You got to see the cover first. Not as true. I have bloodstains all over the cover. What type of poetry is it? I don't know. Sean, what would you say? Yeah, it's like part of it's inspirational, it. part of it's loving, part of it's... Man, oh. I mean, let's see. Uh, yeah, it's really, really... 
it's it's diverse. Really short. Is, is it is it diverse? It's like little tiny Super sentences. Short. And uh, for yeah. instance, one of my poems that Steve really liked was it's called a breakthrough, not a compromise through. Mm, okay. Right. Okay. That's just like a saying, right? Or uh, one that I sent to my wife, which is you are a flat, you are my flat screen TV, high up and worth watching. Mm. Right. All right. Mm. Okay, another one that people seem to like is if you spend all your time avoiding pain, don't be surprised if you feel numb. Okay. Mm. Right? Another good one that I, that I love is, uh, and you might know it offhand, is uh, if you didn't build a runway, why would you expect it to land? Or exactly. It? it won't land if you haven't built a runway. Mm. Right. So long as selfies are confused with results, freedom is impossible. Ooh, I like that one. Right. Okay. Ooh, I like so I got one. a bunch of those, right? That's just like from yesterday. Okay. Now here's the thing. I'm like, how am I going to design? Yeah, blood stains. Either that or we do a little hand drawing or painting of Chumahan leaned over on like a desk with his notepad and his head's open and his brain's pouring out onto the notepad. That's a Jesus good one Christ. too. I love I, that. No, no, I like that. I, I like that. that too. That's so awesome. <clears throat> another person that I reached out to, uh, Steve knows, is our, is our mutual friend Darren Craig, the uh, director, the, yes. the video director, right? Yes. So I called him up. Because he designs album covers, right. right? And he designs album covers for lots of people. Um, I mean, we're talking, he's, he's, first of all, he shot videos for, name the biggest people you could think of, Kanye West. Brianna. Directed for Brianna, Rihanna. Uh, what the hell's that other person's name? Justin Timberlake. Okay. He's directed videos for Justin Timberlake. Then he gets hired to do the album covers. Now, most of these album covers are seen on Spotify and all that stuff. Right. So he was breaking it down very deep to me because he was like, well, where are you going to sell it? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put it on Amazon. He's like, first and foremost, you got to make sure that it stands out to everything else when someone searches. Like you, when you see that little square of your book, he's like, don't put your name on it because the name's going to be in the title above or below. Okay. He's like, and he's like, you should make a jar. He's like, you should write fuck poetry on the thing and, or something that's going to like jar. So your idea of blood and like pouring on the thing is all right. <clears throat> and we've asked Darren, like, when are you going to do the show? He wants to do the show. He's like, dude, I got to do this show. He's been listening. One of the things Darren asked me, <laughs> Steve just eating. <laughs> One of the things Darren asked me, by the way, was um, he wanted the topic of, he wanted us to go into and explore a certain topic. Do you want to hear what that topic is? Please. <laughs> He wanted his. He said, "What about?" Don't bring pretzels in here anymore. All right. He said, "What's?" He wants to know about like Chicano culture, Cholo culture, but like where gay people fit into that. Ooh. Mm. What would you? Man. What What did you say? What's that, Robert? I mean, I I don't know a lot of them, and 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 if there are, and if they are out there, which I'm sure they are, they're may, maybe you know incognito. You know what I mean? Just kind of in the background. I don't know. Steve? I don't know enough of them. Mm. I mean, you know Darren, he likes to fucking be crazy. And he likes to try to like throw something in there that's going to like make people kind of go, what? Mm -hmm. So he's like, what about gay cholos? You know what? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to address that when he comes in here and asks me in front of me to my face that question. Then I'm going to answer him. I got to answer for it. But, but third hand, all that, I'm not even going to give it the time of day. Let right. him come down here and ask that question like a man. Oh, I love that. <laughs> all right. So, in anyway, he looks like a fat Charles Manson, and he knows that. I've called him that. A fat Charles he Manson? He looks like a fat Charles Manson. He's got, he, he used to be skinny. I don't know what happened to this dude. Man. Or a he, fat Rob Zombie. Right. Oh, He's like shit. a Manson zombie. 
Yeah, he's and he knows it. He eats crazy. Mm-hmm. He's he's telling me stories about you know in the middle of the night, midnight, just eating chicken fingers. You know, what I mean? really? <laughs> like just yeah, yeah. But he, but I mean, he's got a lot of pressure, so maybe that's how he deals with it. Anyway, he did a director's cut with. He, he really, uh, this guy he's talking about, guys, is super talented. Like he's major talent. Like his, just his his uh, his. His art, just in itself. I mean, the dude is super, super creative. He's done everything. He's even been in a band himself that's actually fairly well known. Mm. And he went on to then design album covers. I mean, he used to work with Apple, do all their marketing, all this. His graphic design stuff is next level. Right. So now he's directing these videos. And then he directed a video for somebody named St. Bodie, who I don't know who that is, but it's already got 300 and something thousand views or whatever. And he did a director's commentary. Just so the audience can get a sense of what he sounds like, I'm going to play a little bit of it. I'm a fucking star. That's what I thought. I killed that shit. I'm looking good for the gram. That's, 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 that is, uh, that's the black lady, St. Saint Bodie. And then here comes, now look at, you see, look, he looks like a, he looks like a serial killer truck driver. Do you see him? That's Darren Craig. He's wearing, he's wearing, I don't know what he's wearing. Nobody ever knows. Through your manager, who I previously worked with on a Big Sean, Drake, and Kanye video, she hit me up and she said, I, I'm working with an artist that... Okay, boring, nobody cares. He says this thing about mattresses that is fucking hilarious. And shit, you know what I mean? Like drugs, sex, birth, but I scenes this i i've been wanting to build a room like this for a while i i've always loved mattresses for some reason like if you think about mattresses they see all kinds of rotten shit you know what i mean like drugs sex birth but i wanted a big ass stack of them with her on the top almost like it was like her mattress throne she was queen of the shit mattress land or something <laughs> Anyway, that just gives you a flavor. He's a cool Jesus dude. He's Christ. He's fucking hilarious. And he's 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 kind of visionary he's, in his art. He's the dude I met grenade he's got a grenade. Grenade on. neck. Oh, I yeah. used to call him grenade neck because he got a grenade tattooed on his neck way before people were doing shit. Now post Malone with shit all over his face. But Darren was a white boy that was doing it long before all them dudes, right? And then all them star dudes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of just getting it on his neck and, and being way out there. I mean, he was one of the first white dudes that wasn't in a neighborhood where you were like, okay, yeah, right, agree, yeah. right, where you're like, dude, how are you going to get a job looking right. like that? And yeah. he and he's all he does is work with artists all day. Anyway, he said he gave me all the things and he said he's going to help me design the poetry mm. book cover. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, but we got to get him in here. And I thought we'd talk about him, maybe mention him, maybe that we could fucking hashtag his fucking, you know, his artists, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hashtag his artists and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, maybe, you know, see if we can't get him in, shame him in here. He said he was going to do it. So you heard it here first, dude. Uh, I'm excited for your book. Yeah. Hell yeah. But you, yeah. Heard it, you heard it here first, though, dude. Uh, if, he, if he wants to hear about gay cholos, he can come right in here into Steve's <laughs> face and ask about gay cholos. Presumed. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing I wanted to touch on real quick, because this is also a workout show. This is a weightlifting show, mm-hmm. right? Enough with the fucking poetry. This is about also pumping iron. And Life's about pumping iron. That's it. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Steve, where do you work out at? The Mecca. 
The so, Mecca? Dude, gold, Venice. It's the uh, Mecca. There's only one. Sean, we brought you in there one time. Yeah. Right? I, pff, beautiful. It was inspiring, right? Yeah. It's so big. It's got everything. There's so many people in there that are just like taking it to the. And it's like that every single day you walk through I the would, door. It's the community. It's the people. It's everything. Yeah. It's the Mecca of bodybuilding. And yeah. That's, just, Steve and I know. sometimes go in there and we do a workout together. Uh, we just fucking sweat, son. That, that mm. is the greatest gym I've ever been in. For Man, sure. I love you, Sean. I, I see it I the same you way you do, bro. Exact same way. I when I first time I went in there uh, with Steve, you know, and you got to remember, I I used to watch Pumping Iron like every day, right with Arnold and the Pumping Iron every day. And so Lou, I, and, and Lou, and boom, Lou, boom, boom. You know what? Now that you bring that up, <laughs> boom. don't do it. Yeah, now. <laughs> You know what? How many times have you seen Pumping Iron, Steve? Maybe 30, 40 times. Yeah. Do you, what's your, one of your favorite scenes? Do you have a favorite scene? Because there's like three, three, two, there's one famous one everybody knows, right, which is right, the one right. where Arnold, coming. Arnold is talking about all the time coming. Right, 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 right. Right? And let's see if we can get to that. Right? There's Arnold. He's in his shorts, he's lifting. Robert, have you seen Pumping Iron? Not yet. You haven't seen Pumping Iron? No, no. See, that's why he doesn't have any muscles. <laughs> right? And you see Arnold and this weird music's playing. Right? I love that. I do too. It's so good. And he's like flexing. And then he starts to tell you like what's so great about it. The greatest about. feeling you can get in a gym or the most satisfying feeling you can get in the gym is the pump. Let's say you train your biceps. Mm -hmm. Blood is rushing into your muscles, and that's what we call the pump. The pump. Your muscles <laughs> get a really tight feeling, tight. like your skin is going to explode any minute. You know, it's really tight. It's like somebody blowing air yeah, really into your muscle. It just blows up, and it feels different. It feels fantastic. <laughs> so great. He looks like a horse. He looks like a giant fucking horse. It's like coming. It's as satisfying to me as uh, coming it. <laughs> You know, as uh, having sex with a woman and coming. <laughs> so can you believe how much I am in heaven? <laughs> I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people. I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. That guy eventually became. Now, the other one that a lot of people like is the wrong advices. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one, right? Yeah. Isn't that the one? In the day of the contest, if he comes in his best shape and he's equally as good as I am, or if, let's say, he's a few percent better as I am, I spent with him one night. I go downstairs and book us together in, in a room. <laughs> <laughs> no, to help him for tomorrow's contest. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Arnold was talking that shit. Yeah. And that night, that night, he will never forget. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will mix him up. <laughs> he will come so ready to South Africa, so strong. But by the time the night is over, the next morning, he will be ready to lose. I mean, I would just talk him into that. It's yeah, problem. I love that. Yeah, that's and uh, so all those things, you know. That's why he became the governor. And so if they're available, you might that's why he was Mr. Olympia like five so that's times. That's why it doesn't matter if he comes. Didn't they ask him about Franco, shape, his like says, right hand guy, his less best friend? For me, you know? He asks him about and Franco. If he's in shape. In the, fine. In I hope he is. You, you couldn't pull this with Franco, could you? Franco's pretty smart. 
Franco is pretty smart, but Franco is a child. <laughs> He's a little child. When it comes to the day of the contest, I'm his father. <laughs> comes to me for advices. Advices. Oh, so it's not that hard for me to give him the wrong advices. And then, listen. Mm -hmm. Listen. I, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. If people don't like how much I love pumping iron, I don't give a fuck, Steve. I'm going to tell you straight up because this movie is about as close as you can get to raw, like, what it takes to lift weights, what it takes to get in the gym. Well, guys, I am with you 1,000% on that. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because this is a lifestyle. I live this lifestyle. But what I want to say and I want to bring is even a bigger point just on the cinematic. Tip. Go ahead. Go ahead. You okay? What year was this movie made? This film, seventy five, I think. Seventy five, you guys. This is seventy seven. Seventy seven. This is a documentary that was full feature film. Okay, right. Chumahan made a great point, bro. Nowadays, there's so many documentaries going on that people put on an act. Mm. They, yeah. They're ready for this. People are used to being recorded. That yeah. there's right. cameras everywhere. Right. Yeah. You gotta remember back then. They weren't, bro. So you see people just really being themselves. They're not trying to look perfect. They're saying fucked up shit. Right. They yeah. might not look cool. There's mistakes everywhere. And that's how the film's made. And I think that's what's like. That's why I love it's, it. It's fantastic, man. I mean, and if, if, if you're not even in the bodybuilding or lifting weights, Watch the film for You're that. Right. You know, it's just right. a great. They You're don't. Right. They don't actually understand the impact of. Being they think that's what you were saying. They don't. Yes. They don't even understand. Yeah. They didn't even think this was going to ever get made into a right. film. Right. He's just talking. But and it's, that's what's great about it. Yeah, and you don't have decades and decades of everyone being on video on the right. fan. So everybody mm. already that's knows. That's what he's saying. Yeah, right. and then when you see it, it's so unfiltered. It is. It's. And it's, it's dope, it, man. And it's, it's, it's kind yeah. of an unintentional comedy, right? Yeah, in a lot yeah. of ways, because, you know, one of the things that now I've seen it so many times that my whole thing now is I'm all about Lou Ferrigno's dad. Because <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom. Because Lou Ferrigno, all right, listen, Lou Ferrigno is one of the biggest guys in bodybuilding. He's like six whatever, right? Huge. This is a massive human being. All right, and the way Pumping Iron is set up, Robert, it's like set up like basically Arnold's already won like five or six Mr. Olympias, which is the top of the top of the top Oscar Academy Awards for bodybuilding, right? Okay, okay. Then Lou Ferrigno, who is bigger than Arnold, right? Right, Younger than Arnold. I mean, and, and when I say bigger, not just taller, but like mass-wise. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bigger, yeah. He went on, of course, to play the Hulk on yeah. TV. That's how big yeah. this motherfucker was. Yeah. All right. yeah, yeah. And, 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 and so, so what it becomes is a battle between the king and the usurper, mm. right? Lou Ferrigno, the usurper. Right. Yeah, and then yeah. the king is giving all these interviews like you just heard where he's like, yeah, fuck with his brain. I'll give him yeah. the wrong advices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like evil king, right? Real cocky yeah. and confident. Yeah. Right. Super yeah. cocky, right? Yeah. And then Lou Ferrigno is coming across as, first of all, he's partially deaf. Right, yeah. he's earnest. He's honest. He's humble. He's Brooklyn blue collar. He's, Brooklyn, he's working yeah. out dad's in, the, tra in the bottom dad's, of a basement. Right, right. he's working yeah. out in a basement. His dad's his trainer. Right, Arnold travels with him. Rocky That's story. a Rocky story. And, and yeah. yeah, right. And, Ar and Arnold's over in in Los Angeles, Hollywood, living yeah. on the yeah. beach, Mister Big Shot. You know, right. Mister right. Whatever. Right. And let's not forget Austrian. 
Yeah. Right. Foreign born a little bit, right? right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. right? And so Lou Frigno's like Mr. America. His Bruce dad's Springsteen. A, his dad's yeah. a cop. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah, yeah, blue yeah. collar. Exactly, right? And it's great because you watch the two training systems slowly come together like two Mm, trains about to collide. Okay. And you just don't know where it's going. Well, you do know now, kind of. Right. But you still want to see the wreck. (sighs) Right? And so one of the things that adds to the wreck is that because Lou's such a good guy and he's got such a big heart, he lets his dad, who, from what I can tell, has got zero body. (laughs) From what I can tell, he's got like a regular cop's body. And he's like training his son who's going to be, who's going for Mr. Olympia. Right, right, right. right. It will be like a guy who's only driven a clown car for his entire life (laughs) trying to train his son to win NASCAR. Right. right? So there's this great scene where where, um, his dad's trying to teach Lou how to pose. It's my personal favorite scene because it's like, what the fuck does Lou's dad know about fucking posing? Right, right, right. When's the last he knows time? a whole lot yeah. when you listen to this scene. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Louis. Okay, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Louis. Listen to how New York that never. <laughs> okay, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Louis. It's a little bit scarfacey, slightly, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Louis. Oh, you call me that again? I'm gonna fucking kill you, you monkey son of a bitch! I hear you. Now lose pose. No, no. No, no. Listen, listen. When you, when you, when you come out here and you're out here, right? Now they're all waiting for you, Louis. They want to see what you got. They've never seen you before. Right? You tense your legs, right? Then you look at the crowd, Louis. They're all looking at your flash bulbs are going to go off and everything. Then you put your arms like this. You look at your arms, like you're admiring, right? You're admiring what you're going to show them, and then you go. Boom! Like you're saying, take a look at this hunk of man. Something like that, okay? Boom! <laughs> look at this hunk of man. Dude, what kind of accent is that? <laughs> Flash bulbs are going to be going off. Dang, guys. It's dad. It's so great because in bada this... Bada-boom, man. <laughs> it's one of those bada-bing, bada-boom. Look at this hunk of man. You know that Lou's going to lose when his dad says, look at this hunk of man. <laughs> when you say something yeah. like that, it's not going to work out. And then you go... Boom. Like boom. <laughs> <laughs> then you go boom. Then you go boom. And you should see because like it's so funny because he goes, so, like Lou's standing there. Lou's huge, bro. He's just massive, He's dude. He, they can't even fit him in the screen. Yeah. That they're shooting this documentary. It's That's like how big he is. The veins, this fucking thing's huge monster, right? And then his dad's like this little pip squeak in like real loose baggy sweats. And like, and so he goes, okay, Lloyd, okay, Lloyd. And yeah. then he gets it there. Lou puts his arms up there. He goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he pushes Lou to the side. So while you're watching the film, you're watching this tiny little old man, right, doing the posing that he's explaining while this Hulk, go ahead, what? Oh, you know, this is great. But what I'm going to tell you, bro, he's laid out the, the thing. I'm going to explain exactly Good. what the whole two worlds are that yeah. you get in this movie. Yeah. Okay. You Arnold is the guy that he's saying. Right. And Arnold is the, the front and center, the guy. Okay. Pumping iron. As they introduce Lou Ferrigno, the way they introduce Lou Ferrigno into the movie, as soon as you see him, Arnold can't beat this guy. Right. The way that they do it, you see this dude's mass. He's younger. He's bigger. And you're like, as soon as you see Lou on screen, 
you're like, oh, I know where this is going. This dude can't even beat the the beast showed up. Right. right. And you start to see how the mental attitude. Yes. Bypasses anything that physically it doesn't matter who it is, right? right. That the mental is the game winner. The game that's right. that's who takes control of the film. That's who takes control. That's who, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the yeah, way absolutely. they introduce it, they introduce it in a way where it's like Arnold's that guy, and then boom, this dude shows boom. up, and you're like, boom! boom. <laughs> Isn't that what happens? <laughs> boom! The way they shoot him, and the, the way you see him show when they show him, and you're like. Oh, dude. For sure. It's retarded. There's because, no, there's no way that he's going to beat listen, this dude. Let me tell you something. In this film, there's a little bit of narration. There's not a lot. No. And then the one part that they do narrate is when they say, Lou Ferrigno, <sighs> six, seven, yep. 100 and 380 pounds, the biggest bodybuilder in the world. That's what they introduce, and you uh, see, yeah, him. Yeah. And, and he's humble, and he's and he's got these those 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 bell bottoms that are super yeah. tight. He looks like they're gonna explode off his leg. And you're like, you're looking at him, you're like, Boom. what year is this? Like yeah. this dude, you look Huge. like a fucking monster, dude. Huge, Huge, and and anyway, so you watch these two things collide, which you think you kind of like. Yes, he's right. In a certain way, what you kind of it's cold blooded. The film's a little cold blooded, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to the mental aspect. Yeah, it's yeah, a little it is, bro. Yeah, but you do come away with a sense of what it really takes to win. Like, if you want to win, you there's that great scene from um, from that mini series about O.J. Simpson when they recreated everything and they were doing Johnny Cochran and Chris Darden comes up to Johnny Cochran and Chris Darden is like because they had major words and Chris Darden came up and said, "Hey, man." Listen, we're both brothers in this thing, and like you know, blah blah blah. Let's just, you know what I mean. I want to get along. And Johnny Cochran looks at Chris Darden and goes, "Man, I don't want to get along. I want to win." Mm. Yeah. And that's yeah. how he won that case. But that mentality of I'm gonna win at all costs. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and you, you can't help but watch it, and then watch what this guy's accomplished in life. And you see, and you start aligning. And listen, yeah. and Lou Ferrigno's no slouch. Lou Ferrigno went on to have his own fucking uh, gyms, bro, his own listen, whatever. you want to know something? Go ahead. Watch some interviews with Lou Ferrigno, and he'll tell you about what how Arnold pushed him, what that did to him. Right. Mm-hmm. It pushed, just like any great athlete, it pushed him to have to... Yeah, because he yeah, went yeah, through yeah. a real bad depression after that movie. I know, and eventually Lou Ferrigno came back when he was older. He won Mister Universe. He was, I think, he might be the oldest guy to win. Right, came back like in at forty, bro, really, and demolished everybody in the game. Dude, you're talking about. 15, 17 years later, right? Damn, the guy comes back, and he looks on. Man, they've got huge pictures of him in the first room of gold. Did he die? Who, Lou Ferrigno? Uh. No, he's got his own. He's got his own competitions. Now, I'm sure he and Arnold laugh all the way to the bank together, but he's got. They got their own. Com- he's got his own um, competitions now. He's he's a whole. He's got his own brand. Yeah, mm. I, I I keep pictures of Lou Ferrigno around when he won. I even sent him to uh, to me to Chumahan because it's so impressive that this guy won. It was just crazy, dude, that this guy won at like 40 years old. It was just incredible, man. Yeah, so, and you, you know guys, what? look at this guy. Okay, just take a look at that dude at 40, you guys. Dude, Steve always How tells me. How do you look me- like that at 40? Do you, are you going to look at that? That's when he won. Show that to Sean. 
All I'm seeing is the Hulk. <laughs> right. That's the Hulk, 40, right. bro. That and, guy was and, just... And when he was the Hulk, they didn't have CGI, so he was legit. Dude, like, they he fucking was, painted him green. Yeah, and he pulled and it off. that's all they did. Yeah. Yeah, he, that's, that's crazy. all they did. Dude, his that's traps crazy. are fucking intense. It's just phenomenal. I mean... And shoulders. I love it. And he when you're talking so about good. a dude that's six foot, what, seven? I don't know. I just made that up. I'll look yeah, at it. He's, he's six foot. No, he he's, he's, he's six five. He was like taller than Arnold. Dude, he's eating a cow a day. <laughs> Thickness. Are you kidding me? He's dipping a, like the entire cow into a big bucket of ranch and biting its head <laughs> off. Um, so I'm. That's anyway. My point is, is you should watch Pumping Iron. We lift weights. We lift weights all the time. I don't think you can. I think resistance training is what you need in order to get stronger and to develop a warrior ethic, a warrior spirit. Mm-hmm. You know what? <clears throat> I, I just want. I'm. I, what I will say is that I'm willing to do something that ninety. Seven percent of the humans on this earth are not willing to do right, you know, and that and for me, I'm not. I don't wake up the earliest. My partners wake up earlier than me, but I wake up at five thirty every morning, and I like to be in the gym at six. Okay, and I do that seven days a week, unless I'm recording a podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the right. only the only morning that I don't make it there, and I do it. And part of it is that I'm getting up when it's dark. Mm-hmm. That I'm doing it consistently, that I won't be stopped, that this is what I do. And that pushes me. If I can do the physical, then I can do the mental and everything else. Because the hardest thing to do is the physical a lot of times. And it just pushes me and primes me. That's where I set my bar for myself. And I know that my partner, Chumahan, is that way. And I know that Sean is that way. That you, you know, Sean may not lift a ton of weights, he does lift weights, but he's on like some running shit. This guy will run for miles and five, six, seven, eight miles a day. Mm-hmm. That It's that mental thing that I'm getting at. It's the mental and doing it, the physical, to follow it up consistently. When you can live like this regularly, it makes the other stuff in front of you a lot easier. Right. Which brings us to our sponsor. <clears throat> uh, one of the sponsors is equipment that I use regularly, right? And as I use this when, when I'm working out, um, they're weightlifting hooks. All right. It's called Secure Your Grip. They're weightlifting hooks. Uh, they're by, you can go to www.grippowerpads.com. And what it is, is, is if you want to have a big back, you want to have a good deadlift. If you want to fucking put some, like Ronnie Coleman says, everybody wants to be a bodybuilder. Nobody wants to hit no fucking heavy ass weights. Right. The heavier you go, the less your fingers can handle. I don't care if you're fucking bionic, man. Right. Your fingers are just small. The forearm is the smallest, one of the smallest muscles in the thing. So imagine if you're doing a deadlift, if you're doing a lat pull down, you're doing a fucking seated row, and you're trying to do like max out. You're trying to do one of those ones where you can only do one. You're gonna rep. wear out your hand and your forearm before your muscles do. So muscle. what th- what these do are it's a it's a piece of metal that's been curved, so it grips the bar, and the metal's like super strong. You can pull a car with it, and that way you don't tire out your hands, and you can focus on the pull from your elbows. That's if you want to work your lats. You got to pull from the elbows and focus in on that. That's what I use. They've sent me free ones because I've made such big gains with their, um, in fact, my deadlift max is 435. 435 Damn, pounds deadlift that, max. People? 
I couldn't do that with just my fingers. So anyway, go go to uh, www.gritpowerpads.com if you want to get fucking legit and you want to stop being weak and you want to get strong. And if you want me to come down and work out with you, I will for 500 bucks an hour. <laughs> I don't work out with anybody anymore because they slow me down except for Steve. Other than luck, uh, if you're not luck, you got to pay me five. But anyway, call me up, send me an email. I'll tell you all about it. But I'll tell you what. These guys are the first ones to go out on a limb and be like, we'll, we'll be associated with the show. And what the plan is, is we're going to get some grips and we're going to get them on Sean. Oh, I'll do it. Will you absolutely. do it? Yeah, absolutely. And, we'll, and, we'll, and we're going to take it. We're going to follow his progress with his lats. Oh, absolutely. You want Let's some big lats? Yeah. Do you want it, something to put your woman into place? You get your body tight? You get yeah. your body tight? Yeah, yeah, and you won't be babysitting as much. <laughs> That's exactly right. Hey, and, one, and another way to get your body hey, tight or untight depends on what you choose. Right, is our other sponsor who Enzo's Pizzeria. Oh, I love Enzo. Who always hey. supplies us with pizza and salad sandwiches, best sandwiches, the grinder. Enzo's Pizzeria. They're located Where? in Westwood Village. Ah, 10940 Wayburn Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90024. <laughs> what so kind Enzo's of pizza? Pizzeria, real New York style pizza, bro. Is it like thick crust? They got medium crust. They got the thin crust. They, yeah. They're just, they make the dough. It's all, everything's brought in from, from the East Coast. They're pizza's fantastic. What's, they make what's great, great about Enzo's? They make great though. sandwiches. A sandwich called the grinder and the eggplant parmesan. These sandwiches are phenomenal. So if you guys are in Westwood, you need to go over there. They're a sponsor. They always what, take good care of us. What's great about Enzo's, though, is going there and the atmosphere is amazing. Oh, bro. Yeah. Luca Bratz. Old school. Old yeah, Luca Bratz's son owns the place. Luca well, Bratz from The Godfather? Yeah. His son owns the place. Lenny. Lenny. Yeah. Lenny. I love that guy. Yeah. You just look at Lenny and you know he knows pizza. Bro, oh. Come on. You know he knows a few things. Yeah. He yeah. might know where a few dead bodies are buried. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. Uh, and they said that uh, they filmed an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm at Enzo's. Yes, yep. I can't remember uh, what the episode was. Yeah, and then they were they were they were they filmed the pilot for a reality show, but I guess the the, the um, network people got a little bit too scared because it was too too connected. Too connected. Lenny's hot to handle. It's too you know you gotta be ready to roll. Yeah, that place is fantastic. Anyway, that's who our sponsors. We got weightlifting hooks and Enzo's Pizza. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. But you can get you can get good salads at pizza, so it's not all just like a wash. Whatever, dude. Put on that weightlifting hook to go over and grab a fucking extra large pizza over there. There you go. You won't put hurt your wrist. Exactly. Pick up those <laughs> work it off. Pick, pick up those big slices work with the. They give you a reason to pick up the hooks. Exactly. Right. Pizza, right. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Fucking love it. All right. I'm good with that. Anybody All right, else got guys, listen, add? I had a wonderful afternoon this chatting with you that gentlemen. That was a good show, right? Different show, different show, and it felt good. Yeah. I felt good. Robert, you good? Oh, I'm fantastic. All right, Are good. Are you going to bring the news next time? Yep. All right. Absolutely. I love it. All right, uh, Juman. So listen, everybody have a good afternoon. It's Adios Amigos from The Greatest Show on Earth. Yes. The Hard Luck Show. We're out. We're out. We're out. We're out.